welcome. How are you doing today? Even if your answer is not so well, this is still the right place to be. You're at OTR, Achieving Mental Health for Real, formerly Over the Rainbow. So why should you listen to this podcast? Well, like the title says, to achieve mental health that's real. We talk to people who suffer and battle real mental health issues. It gives you a chance to hear how they cope with their problems and hopefully recover or at least learn to manage and live with them. We also have, on occasion, a mental health expert that may be able to help with some of your issues. So relax and get ready to hear valuable information that can help and inspire you to achieve mental health for real. Now, here is Bob with today's interview. Thank you, Amanda. This is Bob. How are you? Today's show is about a young woman named Lauren. Lauren has several mental issues that she suffers from. Her mother, Joan, who is a friend of mine that you met back in March, in the episode, Best Friends Stories of Recovery for Real. I'm going to talk to Joan first and then Lauren. So I have Joan on the phone. How are you, Joan? I'm okay. Okay. Could you just describe the different ailments that your daughter has? She has bipolar one, which is a more extreme one. She has anorexia, and she has some kind of personality disorder. So she's had, she has quite a few problems. And she has ADHD as well, right? Yes, she has ADHD too. They told her ADHD when she was little. Okay. So now she is pretty stable. She's doing a lot of exercise and eating good food, but from what she says, she's anorexic. So, well, what does that mean? You. That means, like, for dinner, she would only have a yogurt and a peach. And that's all she would have for the rest of the night. Um, oh. for, I don't know what she has for lunch, because she works. Um, when she was going to school, I mean, was she pretty wild even before school? She was, yeah, she was pretty wild before school. She was, when she was too... We were out in the backyard, and I wanted her to come in, and she didn't want to come in, so she bit me. Okay. Yeah, and that's the kind of stuff I wanted to get from you. Um, So once you put her into school, what happened? When she started started preschool, and she had to stay with this one teacher, Miss Pat, because she was the one that could control her and keep her in line. And when she started kindergarten, she she was jumping on the chairs, and the, the teacher called me the first day and said, this is a problem. And so she had to go into special ed right away. Yeah, she told me special ed was too easy for her, except for the math. Does that make sense? Yeah, she... The English and the reading, she did fine with, but the math... She still bothers her. She can't do math very well at all. When when I talked to her, she she had some of the dates. I I don't know. She said she went into the hospital at 13 years old. Is that right? I'm sure she was in the hospital once or twice at 13. Okay. So, and then she said she didn't 
go into the ceremony of graduation because she had a problem. No, she she said something nasty to the science teacher, and so they stopped until she couldn't go back into school. Okay, and but she did graduate, right? She did. They did graduate her, yeah. Okay. And then when she got out of uh, high school, she said she went to work at some place? Yeah, she worked at um, Easter Seals uh, factory. And she did. She had a problem with one person. First, the, she would be the person's best friend. And then the next thing, she was the person's worst enemy. She was very erratic that way. Okay, and uh, so she wound up in the hospital again after uh, high school, right? Yeah, she came out of the hospital after high school. There was no child left behind situation, so no matter what she did, it didn't matter. She still got promoted to the next grade. Okay, so she just got pushed through school, basically, but she could... She can read and write very well, right? Yes, she can read and write very well. And her computer skills are good. Um, Yes, she can do real good on this computer. Yeah, so the thing is, she seems to have a problem with... uh, Interpersonal relationships. Yeah, plus she she, um, dives into things like she spends a lot of money... Uh, oh, she has yes, no she yes. has no self control. Is that a good word for it? She's very. She just if she has money, she just spends it. She has a very hard time trying to save any money. She just okay. she sees something she wants. She wants to go out and get it right away. Okay, so she's impulsive. I think that was the word I was yeah, looking for. Yeah, that's the word. I think. Yeah. Uh, so. She's very impulsive. Um, did you ever get her IQ tested? Yeah, I got her IQ tested, and she was fine in the IQ range. Okay. It's just that I think because she has so many different illnesses that it's hard to stay straight, I think. Um, yeah, I think that's the problem. Yeah, and then... So a couple of times she would beat her sister and you up. Is that true? Yeah, when she was um, younger, she would kick and hit us. We had to have to keep, try to keep her in one room so that she wouldn't attack us at some at some point. But she's not violent at all now. She's much better now. Okay, yeah, that's the impression I got, that she really has improved and recovered a lot. Um, but, I mean, she doesn't talk to her sister, she said. Is that no, true? She, does, she doesn't really talk to her sister. I don't know why, no. but she just doesn't. So basically, she she has a hard time navigating through this world, kind of. Yeah, she, she has a hard time with that. All right, so I'm gonna, next part of this is I'm going to interview her, which I actually have done already. But um, I'm glad to see that she's doing better, and I know 
you lost your husband recently and her, her father. So how has she taken that? She seems to be taking it okay. Yeah, she's taking it okay. She was a big help to me. Um, she's, okay. she didn't get, she was upset, but she didn't, it didn't break her. She was, uh, she stayed solid, which was good. That's good. Yeah. So she's probably going to move out at some point into her own apartment. Yeah, she's probably going to move out in some months. I don't know exactly when. What programs was she on? I know she was on, like, Medicaid. Yeah, she's on Medicaid and Medicare, I think. Okay. But she doesn't get any other money from the government. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so she'll be on that for the rest of her life, probably, right? Medicaid? Or Medicare? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's on Medicare. Beyond Medicare, it's, okay. it's... Medicare takes care of most of her her um, medicines and hospital, kind of hospitalizations. And okay. That's good. I mean, it's good that the government takes care of that because otherwise it would be really difficult since she probably can't go and make a lot of money, I mean, at a job. No. Like, like her sister is went to college and is making good money, and so she probably would have a problem making good money. Yeah, she works at Wawa now, and she, she right. they and, like her. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but uh, eventually she's gonna move somewhere. Yeah, eventually she she's gonna decide to move out um, some month. Okay. All right. So, uh, I'm gonna have the interview after this and you can hear from Lauren yourself and uh, that's it and thanks Joan and I'll end the uh, we'll see you later okay thank you hello Lauren how are I'm you I'm good um, can you tell us what, what age you are right now 31 okay and what uh is your diagnosis at this time? I have borderline personality disorder, um, general anxiety disorder, and ADHD. And I'm anorexic. Oh, you you have been anorexic? Yes. I thought you were eating healthy. No? Um, sort of, kind of am. Sort of, kind of aren't. Oh, okay. Well, does the doctor know that you're anorexic? Yes. Oh, okay. So you don't like eating certain foods? I'm a health freak, which kind of leads me to be a vegetarian, stick with fruits and vegetables and yogurts and that kind of thing, and leave me with much protein, which I need. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I'm a friend of her mother's, and we knew each other for since 1993. What year were you born? 1988. All right, so you were five when I met you first. When you went to school, 
did they say you had ADHD at first? Yes. You remember? Yeah. So you took medicine for that? Yes. Do you do you remember a lot about school? Was it hard for you? Or? Um, at first it was hard because I didn't understand what was going on with me. I didn't understand why I was acting the way I was acting. And as I got older, it was a little easier and sometimes too easy because they would put me in special ed and I was too smart for special ed. But I think, you know, with my behavior-wise, it was a little, little hard for me to sit still and concentrate. Yeah. So you still have ADHD or you don't? I still have it. Yeah, okay. So do you have any OCD? Do you do anything repetitively or? Um, I'm obsessive with cleaning. Like I will absolutely clean the same spot a hundred times if a crumb falls on that spot or I have my clothes in a certain order. I have my shoes in a certain order. Like I get obsessive with that kind of stuff. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you went to school at ADHD and you, you were in the remedial classes? Yes. And some of them were too uh, easy. What about what about math? Was math hard? Um, math is my worst subject. So math was, oh, I was in um, special ed all through my uh, school years. But in eighth grade, I started back up into regular classes with the teacher's aid, everything except for math. Math, I was still in special ed. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Um. So then you graduated from high school, right? And what did you do after that? Well, I graduated, but I wasn't at the graduation. Um, I had an issue right before graduation, so I was actually in the hospital. But um, I don't remember, actually, what I did that summer. But I know that I actually don't remember what I did. I think I went... No, now I remember. I actually went to work at a um, workshop in East Brunswick, which I worked for um, 11 years. Okay. Um, When did you first go into a hospital, and for what reason was it? Well, the first time was when I was 13, and that was in, it was eighth grade. No, yeah, eighth grade, but that was, wasn't the time I was talking about. Um, the time that I'm talking about was I said something stupid to a teacher, and they thought it was a threat to myself and her, so they called 911 and had me removed off the property. Okay, and then they put you into a hospital. Yes. What was the name of that hospital? Do you remember? Uh, I think they brought me to JFK Hospital, and I was, Transfer transfer to the UMD and J, which is now called UBHC, which is University of Behavioral Health Services. Behavioral Health, yeah. yeah. So, what did you do in in the hospital? What What did they have you do? Um, we had group therapy. We talked about our issues. We had art therapy. Expressed our um expressed our creativity. We also watched the movies. We worked on ourselves. Um, we did a little bit of one-on-one therapy. 
and that was about it in the hospital. What did you What did you like the most? Did you like one on one, or do you like group therapy better? I think for me, one on one helped better because I don't mean to be all about me, but usually when I like therapy, I like talking to, like focusing on one thing, and if I have to focus on more than one thing at once. It kind of gets overwhelming for me. Okay, I got you. Uh, so, uh, in the group, do you like the group therapy at all? Or you don't like it. I group therapy is okay for me. I mean, I just like one on one better, so they could just focus on my problems, and okay. I don't have to hear everybody else's problems because sometimes, like that, triggers my own problems. Oh, okay. Like, we have that at my program. So after high school, did you go into the hospital again? Is that the one you're talking about? Um, was it after high school? After high school, um, there was one other time I went to the hospital. I don't remember for what reason, but I ended up going back. Um, oh yeah, it was from work. I don't remember the reason exactly, but my boss had sent me to the hospital. I don't remember if I didn't take my medicine or whatever, but she thought, I, I think she thought I was out of control or whatever. And she sent me to the hospital and I ended up losing that job. Right. And I came back from the hospital and I started a aftercare program in Somerset County because I moved to Somerset County. Um, well, when you moved to Somerset, what was it? A it, house? Or? It was a supportive housing. Like There was two roommates and a counselor that came in once a week to see you. Okay. And did you like your roommates or no? I got along with them at first, but then... One of them got pregnant and got kicked out, and the other one became a certain, you know, certain pain in the you-know-what. Yeah. And I didn't get along with her. Okay. How long did you live in your, in the first house that you went to? Um, the one in Somerset County, I lived there about a year and three months. Okay. And then... Um, we got into a little argument where she said stuff, I said stuff. Apparently, someone threatened someone, and a restraining order came out, and I had to leave. And I moved back with my parents. Okay, and your parents live in Avenel, right? Yes. I moved back with my parents for a while. Um... Started a new program, the one I'm at now, High Point Partial Care in Flemington. Okay. Um, I moved out to Sussex County. That didn't work out, but um. Why didn't that I work out? Why didn't Sussex work out? A roommate issue again. Okay. Um, I guess if I learned anything is that it's better, you're better off living alone if you live in an apartment at all because sometimes you never know who you're going to get along with and who you're not going to get along with. Yeah, and that's, that, but, I, I had a one time I lived with someone and it was difficult. Yeah, so I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. So, um, 
So it was the one time it was the police came and took you to the hospital? The one time? Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. How old were you like, then? How old were you then? Um, I'm trying to think. There was one time it was from Somerset County and one time from my mom's house. And I'm saying it now. I don't remember how old I was from my mom's house. Okay. But from Somerset County, I was about 29 or 30. Okay. Right. And I told my staff that I wanted to hurt myself, and the police came. But I don't remember, like, how old I was when it was for my mom's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Um, Me and my friend or my ex-friend had gotten into a fight, and I had said something on the internet or whatever, and... Apparently, what I said was inappropriate, and the police came out and asked me a few questions and said, do you really mean what you said? And I said, no. And they said, well, even though you said that you you don't mean that you were going to kill yourself, and we still have to take you, so. Oh, okay. So, they took you to which hospital? Riding Bay Medical Center in Perth Amboy. Okay. And how long did you stay there? Uh, three hours, and I was discharged. Oh, really? That's it? And then, yeah. And then you... They were like, we're not going to... They said, we're not going to keep you in a, in a hospital when there's COVID going around if you really don't need to be here. Oh, that that was during the COVID incident. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you've been in and out of the hospital, what, about four times? Um, all, most of my life I've been in and out of hospitals, but I'm pretty... I've been pretty stable since January of 2019. Uh, no, I would say of 2020. I have not been inpatient since January of 2020. Uh-huh. I mean, being screened, yeah, but I have not been inpatient, so that's a bit making good progress there. Okay. Um, I'm trying to keep it that way. Um, so you went to a new psychiatrist, uh, it's pretty far away, and he yeah. he put you on what medications do you take? Do you not? Do you want to tell tell me that, or or you don't? Um, I'm on quite a lot of medications. I'm not sure if I even remember them off the top of my head. Okay, what's your but, main oh, one that you take? The main um, Zyprexa. Okay. Lamictal. Um. Lithium. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, That's all right. Provisional. Yeah. Diagnosis that you had was bipolar then? Bipolar 2. Bipolar 2. So right now you have what? Bipolar 2? I have bipolar 2 and borderline personality disorder and anxiety and anorexia and ADHD. Now, recently... uh, Within the last five years, you had a couple of boyfriends. Do you want to talk about them at all? Yes. Um, I don't have a boyfriend right now, but I had a boyfriend within the last five years. Right now, I'm just working on myself. Right. That's good. Um, but you you had a boyfriend that was uh, a little bit strange, and you, you didn't like him or something? I don't know how that went, but... Um, no, he, uh, kind of took advantage of me and I had to get rid of All him, right. so. So he, he was trying to do something, yeah. Yeah. 
So you got rid of them. All right. And then um, recently, you moved back into your mother and father's house, what, about a year ago? Um, I would say exactly on Valentine's in 2020, so almost a year now. Okay. So what happened? Um, your, your father died. Could you tell us about that, or you don't want to talk about it? Um. Me and my dad were heading, I think it's south or, yeah, south on M&L Street, going to get sandwiches, and a car had uh, hit us at about 50 miles head on. Um, fortunately, I was able to walk out of the car. Um, you broke your with fingers, two broken right? Fingers, two broken fingers. My dad was not so lucky, and he had um, got um, taken out on a stretcher with three broken ribs. Um, uh, what else did he have? Um, some broken bones in his back, I think. Um, a rib had punctured his lung or some other injuries. I forgot, but eventually he died of pneumonia because a rib had punctured his lung. Um, and this was in April? Been, was it in April of this year? What? What month was it? Was it April of it this year? It was April, yeah. Okay. So, um, go ahead. My mom's wedding anniversary was September 12th. It's been kind of, you know, hard this weekend, yeah. you know, to get through it with all these firsts like the wedding anniversary and I'm going to have my first birthday without him and it's been quite a struggle but we've been making it. Okay, so you live at home most of the time but you go someplace like for 10 days? What was um, that? I, did, I had gone to a um, respite house. It's um, basically a place you go for a rest if you need a mental health break and I felt like I needed one because I work five days a week and I'm constantly going to the gym, constantly working, constantly cleaning my room, just constantly on the go and I needed to relax. Okay. Uh, so you, you went away for a couple, 10 days and came back. Yeah. And yeah. you're with your mother now. Do you plan to stay with your mother or, or, or leave eventually? Um, Looking for an apartment of my own, but I think I'm going to wait a few more months just to see how things go, okay. you know, since it's still the first year of my dad's death. I'm probably going to wait until January to move out. Okay. Um, Just to see how things go. Yeah, so uh, things have been really hard this year, and actually most of your life, it's been pretty hard with going in and out of the hospital. Uh, yeah. Lately, you've been on kind of a health kick. Can you tell us what you do now? Um, I, every morning or every afternoon after work, I go to the gym and I work out for an hour. And if I don't go to the gym, I'll take a few walks a day for about an hour. And I'll just, you know, do a mindfulness walk or walk around my neighborhood, 
and just, you know, kind of relax and walk off the food that I eat. And, like, I'm a, I'm a pescatarian now, which means I don't eat red meat. I don't eat pork. Um, I've been working on my, you know, just trying to do things for me. So this is what I'm doing for me. Uh-huh. And that is my health kick. And where do you work now? I work at Wawa. I'm a customer uh, service associate. I okay. um, sanitize the store. Every part of the store that that uh, the customers touch, I have to sanitize, like the bathrooms, the counters, the the um, uh, the door handles, the windows, just about everything. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you, do you like it, or you just like it for the money? Um, there are some days that I like it, and there are some days I just want to tell my boss I quit, but it pays good money, so I'm just going to, you know, stick those days out and just go and do my job and remember that I'm there for a reason and that they like me, and I just got to keep being there. All right. I remember one time you went off your medicines completely. Do you, do you remember that? Um, I remember the last time was in that February that I moved back with my parents. I told my case manager, who's still my case manager now, Rachel, that I was not taking my nighttime medication, and she asked me why, and I said, well, I just don't feel like I need it anymore, and I realize now that just because you feel like you're doing right, doing okay, doesn't mean you just stop your medication. Yeah. I, I've gone off of medic medicine and it made me feel really good for like two weeks and then it came back and, and yeah. I had, I had problems when it came back. So yeah. I think you, you, was that the only time you went off your medication? Was there a couple no, times? No, I didn't. Again, I did it the first time when I was really, really young and I remember there were such bad consequences of that. I think I've said stuff to people that I regret. I probably regret. Um, I've done stuff that I probably regret when I went off my medication. I don't remember, but there probably was a few things that I did and said. Okay. It's been so long. Yeah. So, uh, how are you feeling now with on these medicines? Are you feeling good, or do you have depressive um, days or anxious days or? I think I've been pretty stable the last couple of months, not only because of medication, but because of my health kick and because I'm actually, like, I actually have a routine. I actually, you know, have my gym in the morning and then I go to work and then I come home and I'll go for a walk or if I don't go to the gym in the morning, I'll go after work. Or, like, I always have that schedule and for me, when I have a schedule, I have structure in my life. That's when I'm most stable. And then I have my caseworker once a day to talk to. Uh-huh. Um, when I'm not stable is when I don't have structure in my life. And I also think a lot of it has to do with medication and my coping skills. And the fact that I am actually taking my medication and I'm using my coping skills. And I'm keeping positive, and I'm having that positive attitude. All put, I'll put all that together, and I'm just feeling really like I'm doing well. Yeah, you're you're in a good place right now. That's good. Um, so, 
you had you had a boyfriend like a month ago for a while or no? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did, and um, he basically said that he wasn't going to date someone that's been in and out of the hospital and that has mental health issues. Then oh. I saw him again two weekends ago, and he apologized and said he wants to try again. But I'm not going to do that. If he wants to be friends, that's fine. I don't have time for people to second-guess their actions or their words when they want what they want. And I don't have time for people to keep changing their minds on what they want. And right now, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Okay. How are you? uh, I know you had trouble getting along with your sister when you were younger. Do you get along with her Um, now? Pretty good? I haven't talked to my sister in so many months. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know if it's we just never got along or if it's one of us are just too stubborn to pick up the phone and call each other or if it's we're just too busy. We just don't have the relationship that a sister should have with a sister. Yeah. Um, hopefully it won't be like that forever because I don't want the first time we talk to each other to have to be when my mom goes because that would be horrible. Yeah. Your sister went to college and she's worked in, in Maryland, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you, oh, you don't have your driver's license either. I was bugging your mother to tell you to get your driver's license. Well, I'm actually um, practicing taking the test upstairs in my room, and I'm thinking about taking it pretty soon oh, once everything good. calms down. Yeah, you can get your own car. You can drive yourself because your mom's getting tired of driving. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, she's giving me that my dad's car, and she's gonna keep. She's gonna get the new car that she got. Yeah, so you'll have your own car, which will be good, and then you can go wherever you want, whenever you want. You might not walk as much, though. Yeah, I know. Well, right now you walk pretty far, right? You walk like a mile or two, right? Yeah, I I walk to work and back every day most of the time. And that's like two miles? Yeah, about a mile a day almost. And then I walk in the park, so that's maybe two miles a day. You don't have any trouble with the heat? It's not... Big deal. Um, if I'm out in the sun and like right underneath the sun and just standing there or sitting there for an hour, then yes. But if I'm walking and it's not above 85 degrees or 80 degrees, then I'm fine. But it's when it becomes like excruciatingly hot, that's when I have trouble. All right. So it sounds like you're in a good place. You're kind of recovered with all your uh, medicines that you have. Um, so you, you don't have any other issues that are going on right now? You're pretty, you're feeling pretty good, you're saying? Yeah. That's good. Uh, is there anything you would want to say to other people that might have uh, bipolar 2? Or is there anything you want to say, period? <laughs> um, Just uh, to never give up that you'll get through it and it, 
And whatever you're struggling with, it will pass, and you'll eventually get to the point in life where you can trust yourself and trust other people. It sounds like you're at that point now, which is really good to see. Um, so you're yeah. probably going to move into an apartment. You have, you'll be able to drive, and that'll be good, too. And I know yeah. you're pretty good at computers. Uh, maybe not math, yeah. but computers I know you're good at. And so that's good, too. Yeah, I took computer classes in high school. Oh, yeah. Well, and you're good at um, uh, social media as well, right? You're on social media, like Facebook. What yeah. do you want, Facebook and Instagram? Facebook, Instagram, um, Snapchat, anything like okay. that. How about TikTok? I don't have okay. TikTok anymore. I don't feel like there's a yeah. use for TikTok. And then there's Marco Polo. My kids put me on that. But... That's kind of weird. Do you do that with your friends or no? Okay. No. So right now, do you have close friends? I have some close friends, yeah. But I don't, like, do Marco Polo oh. with them. I'm on Facebook okay. a lot, so. So you message them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, is there anything else you would want to say? Uh or we covered everything, you think? I think we covered everything. All right. Um, well, good luck, and um, I hope you get better and better. And Thank you. This is dog barking, but... I know, because we're feeding the cats and the dogs. All right. I'll let you get back to feeding the cats and dogs, and I appreciate okay. you coming on, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Take, okay. Take All right. Take care. All right. Bye. 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 Okay, that's Lauren, and she really is a person that has perseverance. She has a multitude of issues, and um, it wasn't easy for her growing up. Um, her sister was um, a straight student, uh, went to college, and um, from what I can gather, they never really got along too well, which is unfortunate. Maybe they can fix that soon. Um, <clears throat> I know it's hard, but families should stay together if they can. Uh, I think this is an interesting story because um, a lot of people suffer from a lot of these different problems. Um, earlier, her mother, Joan, had said bipolar 1, but I think she's closer to a bipolar 2 person. I don't think she has high, high, high manic episodes. Um, but she does have the bipolar, and she does have ADHD, and she does have um, a lot of trouble with certain, certain subjects like math. And her impulse control is... Uh, something that she needs a lot of work on, but I think she's doing good. I think she's going to come out really, really good, be able to drive, have her own place, and do her own thing. And I'm just glad that I, I know her and just glad to be a part of all of it. I hope, I hope in some way this helps other people that have these issues and to let them know that 
you can overcome anything you want. Just gotta put your mind to it. You do whatever you want. Okay, so um, my email address is over the rainbow bob at gmail.com. My Twitter feed is at over the rain one bow. And my Instagram is OCR, keeping mental health for real. And also, I have a Facebook page. All right, thank you very much, and that's it. We'll see you next time. Take care.